Good morning, everybody. How you doing today on this fine Monday? Hopefully you're having a great start of your morning. I have my coffee. Hopefully you have uh, something to help get your day going. Let me circle around here. Welcome to Break the Cycle with DSC. I am your host, Wayne. I am not an attorney, nor am I a therapist. I'm an individual much like you who has gone through a rough time about 10 years ago. And as a result of that experience and a tremendous amount of work on myself, I've developed tips and techniques that I share with you to help you get your life back, minimize the effects of narcissistic abuse, and if you have children's, children's, if you have children, help you get your life back, get things back on track, help them, and help you guys rebuild your relationships. Remember, only a licensed professional can diagnose somebody with a personality disorder. So do not, do not go around. Poking, poking people in the eye, telling people that you think you figured them out and you, with your un, you know, unlicensed perspective, are diagnosing somebody. Don't do that. It just blows up in your face. It's not worth it. Don't do that. Don't squander your credibility on something as simple as that. If you like what's going on here and you want to support it, consider becoming a channel member. Scroll on down below, click the join button, and when you do, you get special badges, custom emojis, your name's listed in the credits, access to member-only events, and access to a member-only Discord. Discord's pretty cool, too. If you want to get notified, oh, I forgot to do this. When you want to get notified whenever I go live, dial text or text DSD Live to 844-598-0012. DSD Live, all one word. 844-598-0012. And the phone lines will be open today. So if you want to dial into the show and participate for the hour we are online, you can do that by calling 1-424-373-5483, 1-424-DSD-LIVE, or if you scroll down in the video description, if this show is live, then you can click a link to connect into that via via that. And uh, yeah, hopefully you guys are doing good. I forgot to send the text notification, so I'm going to attempt to uh, see if I can figure out how to do that right quickly while I... While I try to remember how to do this, it has been a while. It has been a minute since I have done all this, and I actually didn't set everything up right. So I'm trying to uh, start my uh, my system and get it set up right. Hey, we got a few people here, so outstanding. Thank you guys for for showing up. I am going to, if I can remember how to do this. What I'm going to do is really quickly jump into my channel, get the link for the show. And text it out because I forgot to do that like a knucklehead. Like real professionals. And get shareable link. New message. Sorry about this. I, I you know, and the crazy part is, is I really tried to make sure I did this right. But uh, apparently I didn't. Is live right now. Send now. All right, sending now. So if you're on the text notification, if you're on, not that, oop, whoa, kind of made a mistake there. <clears throat> if you're on, oh, crud, did I go back too far? If you are on, if you text DSD Live to 844-598-0012, then you should have, if you're in the United States and or Canada, you should have received an SMS notification with the link to the show. Anyways, how's everybody doing? Holy cow. It's, this has been a, 
a long time since I've been able to do this. Had to set the alarm early when that thing went off this morning. I was like, whoa, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, I forgot. I, I, I turned, I had this other little thing I was going to do uh, as a scroller, as a scroller, as a, as a scroll thing. Um, where is it? Is it this one? There we go. So that way, that thing I talk about, I'll be scrolling across the screen. So, well, all right, let me look to see who all is here. See, I have forgotten so many, so many little things that I didn't do, that I didn't do appropriately on this, because I also normally have my other chat window open. So I'm going to do something that, that could, that could cause me a, could, could cause me some grief because it'll probably play this. Yep, there we go. So I need to just pop this little chat out so that I have access to, to uh, whatchamacallit, to the chat. Uh, and there we go. All right. All right. We're getting everything rolling. I apologize for the confusion. I, 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 you know, I figured since I've been doing some of these that it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be that complicated. That I'd be like, all right, I've done a couple of these after a full, not doing it right after getting up. So anyways. Now I'm in a better position to see who is here. We got Miami Babe, D5 Dad, Gray Haze Radio. Welcome, you guys. April R. Alex, haven't seen you in a while. Miami Babe says, yay. Happy to see you, Dwayne. Happy to see you guys as well. John Boston, good morning, Dwayne. Wow, a live show. Yes, for people who are just tuning in who may not have seen my show over the weekend, I am attempting to reconstruct, not reconstruct, to restart the morning show, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Pacific, Monday through Friday, like I just said. And uh, uh, like I mentioned the other day, if you caught it, I have this, this is my three-week period, my three-week stretch with no kids, and I am going to, uh, and intended to try to kickstart some stuff since I had that that break to hopefully get things rolling again. Uh, Laney says uh, midnight. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I can. Oh, right, cool. That works. Midnight for me. So technically good morning from the South Pacific. So uh, thank you so much for that. Sorry about the, uh, uh, the midnight thing. Lay says greetings from uh, Central Coast, Australia. Oh my gosh, Debbie was able to this here. Good morning. Says I will be in and out throughout as I also will be getting ready for the day job. And Bianca, hey, says good morning. Uh, or hello, Dwayne. Good morning from Colorado. Good morning to you. We got to reconnect soon. Get our get a new thing going. Um, Massachusetts. I know I probably said that wrong. Says hey, Trish C says good morning everybody. And uh, Dana Jamison says good morning. Good morning to you. All right, guys. Now I got to remember to be able to hit my, uh, what do you call it, my uh, my mute button, so I don't sneeze or cough in your th- in your guys's thing. Oh man, I haven't seen this guy around. Gunslinger Outdoors, stopping in to show some support. Hope everyone is doing well. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. You know, I was just watching your uh, your. <laughs> I think I found. Gunslinger, we found each other via uh, camping stuff. So I found one of his uh, his his Kodiak uh, uh, tent review videos 
Uh, and I, hey, just gunslinger, I ultimately, unless I got you confused with someone else, which I don't think I do, uh, I did finally get one of those two-person ones. Pretty cool. Completely off topic. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go to, let me make sure I get everything set up here. I'm going to go to the caller on the line. Let's, I'm going to try the buttons and see if it works. That did not work. Hello, welcome to the show. Uh, there we go. There we go. Hey, How's it going? Hey, man, what are you doing? Glad to. Uh, I just figured I'd, uh, you know, attend the show this time to see the uh, seemingly immature talent. You know, it's been so long. <laughs> God. To, see, this, to, you know? to see the train wreck of me trying to do a do do a live stream. Dude, I, I, I'm, I'm amazed at, I mean, I just did one yesterday and everything went fine, but, but this morning <laughs> I like forget to turn on my chat stuff. I mean, thank God I've at least dialed or connected the, uh, what do you even call it? The, uh, the, the call in thing before, uh, before I did it. So <laughs> anyways, good, man, on, to, the technology. honestly, dude, it's good to hear your voice. I know, I know that you've, uh, you've, you haven't exactly had the, the, the funnest year so it's good to hear you hear you moving around again. Yeah, moving around alive, you know, enjoying life for the most part, you know. Man, that's uh, it, right? It's all about perspective. Yeah, you know, I, one of the things I, I just figured I'd bring up, because I, I've seen sure. people do this, and I've done it myself, is I think all of us get a justice boner where we feel oh, like, man. you know, we should be able to enforce the order and that's going to make everything right. And the reality is in, in some cases, not all cases, that sometimes is the wrong thing to do. And the reason I yeah. say this is these guys enjoy confrontation. They enjoy drama. They enjoy the nonsense. And then what happens is you file something and they use it as a stick to beat you with it instead of, you know, the actual issue being, taken care of i mean let's face it there are occasions where you have to you know if you're not seeing the kids for months and months and months obviously you need to do something about that but one of the things i learned the hard way uh mostly financially is you know not every battle is worth the hassle or aggravation dude that is so true and it's such a hard lesson to learn isn't it yeah i mean i spent so much time you know well Probably everybody who's watched the channel, if they've been in the Discord, they've seen that, you know, it was a revolving showcase of attorneys and courtrooms for a while. Yep. And what did I really have to show for it? You know, I mean, what good did it do the kids? And the yeah. reality is, is other than making sure I was still able to see them, it was all basically a wash. It didn't really achieve anything. I made the attorneys rich, which was great for them. <laughs> Hey man, they had to pay for their BMWs, you know, but, right? Oh, okay. See, I get. I'm, I'm, I'm getting old. I, I don't know what the right vehicles are anymore. <laughs> well, I I, I kind of caught on to this when you know we're at court and uh, my attorney like pulls up the Tesla manual and he's like reading it. I was like, oh my, Dude. I paid for that. Man, that's well, that's uh. Yeah, there, there's a lot of things in life. I mean, part of the way that these folks get away with this crap is the more we react instead of respond, the crazier it makes us look. Oh, yeah. Even though we're not the one that's 
actually encouraging the behavior. You know, the mere response in some case, you know, if, if the allegation is so far-fetched, it's so far out in left field, yeah. you know, leave it with a, I don't agree with you and move on because if you go anything, like well, trying to defend yourself, you, you can look at crazy and say that. Well, it's that whole, oh, the, the, it's that analogy of uh, wrestling with a pig. You know, you both get muddy, and but the pig likes it. You know, I mean, it's just, you're right. And man, you know, the amazing part is, is it's so hard. Everything you're saying right now is such a difficult truth to, to really comprehend. Because I know, I mean, I've talked about it before, is... I would fight everything, you know, because you feel like you have to. You feel like if you don't, then then somehow you're you're saying or showing that they are everything they're saying is true. So you have to defend yourself, you know. And then after after a period of a significant amount of time, you realize you're just beating your head against the wall. You're making yourself look like a knucklehead, and the people who want to believe you are going to believe you anyways, and the people who don't. It doesn't matter what you say, anyways. It doesn't matter. They're going to still be. They're going to still side or be a flying monkey of, of your ex. It was it was a valuable lesson to learn, and unfortunately, it's one of those where, you know, it sounds pretty horrible, but I think all of us have to live it in order to get there. You know, I don't oh, think yeah. it's one of those things where you say, "Hey, you, know, you really don't want to do this," because the reality is, is when you first start out with this, you know. You Essentially, you're so committed to justice that you'll do almost anything to try to make things right. And the reality is, is one, they're never going to be right. And two, you know, you're, you're losing your own mental health in the process and you're, you're achieving very little unless it's, you know, trying to get access to your kiddos. That's, you know, to the oh, end yeah. of the year, I don't blame everybody uh, on that one. And yeah, well, those are the type of scenarios where you absolutely have to, to fight. But that's again, it goes back to, you know, later or as you get more familiar or you have more understanding or you have more experience through this, you just realize that there's, it's a really small, narrow area that's worth fighting, that's worth jumping into the battle, going back to court for. Time with your kids, absolutely. But it, you know, some things, you know, you have to at least try, but if, if it doesn't work quickly, you need to realize you need to, you know, cash in your chips, so to speak, and, and do something different because it just, all it does, it just creates more and more drama. And, and the hard part is, is, I mean, you and I both know this and anyone who's new at this learning or just starting out probably is going to be listening to us going, wait a minute, I have to fight. I can't let them win on everything. You guys just rolled over and are just, you know, letting them whatever. And it's like, no, it's, we've tried. We beat our head against the wall. We've lost thousands of dollars. We lost time. You know, we've added stress into our lives, all these, all these things. And now with that experience, we can look at it and evaluate the cost. And it's like, well, it's not really worth it. I mean, would you agree with me on that? Oh, absolutely. And you know, it's, it's part of what I would call the circular thinking that we all start out with. We, oh, all, yeah. we all start out with the idea that this is wrong. The courts are going to correct it. The reality is <laughs> if you couldn't correct it while you were married, the odds of the courts being able to correct it are slim to none. I mean, you want government to do something you yourself couldn't do with the history of government. But Dude, okay. I, I remember in the beginning part of this, I'm like, I'll get my day in court. 
you know, that it'll all, it'll all be okay. It'll all be fair. Dude, that after that first day coming out of the courthouse, it's like, oh my God, that's what they consider fair. Holy hell. You know, that's, <laughs> it's a, it yeah. takes a while to be able to see it. Kind yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. And the reality is, is a lot of people think, you know, this person did this to me or they did this to the child. And yeah, you know, it, it's wrong, you know. And they're oh, yeah. That what they did is right. However, for the sake of, you know, the judge who's sitting there and has to listen to this day in, day out, hours upon hours. Oh, yeah. Sunday, wanting to just rack their head against the wall. They've heard it all. And I think they just become desensitized to it. And they're like, listen, yep. unless the child is like being burned with a cigarette in front of me, I just don't want to hear it. You know, and oh I my had a God. situation at one point where my kids were being driven into oncoming traffic. Like this was reported by the kids. It was confirmed by CPS that it had occurred, but it was considered no longer credible because as of that day, it was no longer happening. And it's like, okay, yeah, well, you did your best. You know what? Yeah. And, and the crazy part is, is, is I think what, what people don't realize or what we don't realize maybe at the time is they, like you said, they're so desensitized to all of this and the, what I mean in the courts, and they're so used to everyone blowing every little thing out of, out of context that they have a tendency not to believe it. Now, the sad part is, is it seems unfortunately a lot of times for men that, you know, if there's a, a situation that's been blown out of proportion, they have a tendency to believe it. And if it's on the other way, other way, they give them chance after chance after chance. But again, I mean, it's like, and it's funny because I mean, I remember when I went through it with some of the accusations that were, were going on. Uh, I remember like the, the first time we went to court, maybe it was the second time. I can't remember. And uh, my attorney, you know, came running out at the first break, you know, Oh my God, they filed this, you know, this amendment. And, uh, and he's all freaked out. And I, and I knew it was, I knew it was going to, it was coming. And I remember talking to him saying, Hey, they got something on their back pocket. He's like, no, you're paranoid. You know, they're not doing that. I mean, you know, just, they, they haven't, you know, just relax. And then he comes out in a panic, you know, with a page highlighted at the end saying, you know, they're saying that you're suicidal and homicidal. And I just looked at him. I said, "Well, I ain't dead yet." And uh, and if what and what's saying if what's true and what she's saying right there, what they are saying right here, I'm going to lose my career. So this is bull. This is BS. And he calmed down. And and I mean, I didn't even engage like you were just mentioning. I mean, I didn't even engage in it. I just I'm like, yeah, okay, that, that's stupid. That's that's a lie. Next. And uh, at the end of the day of that day. My my timeshare or custody or however you want to say it was increased from eighty twenty to seventy thirty or sixty five forty five or actually I think I did my math wrong thirty five whatever it was so I got a little bit more time anyways I digress but anyway anything else you want to hit man you're the you're the first caller for the uh, for the reconstituted show. Yeah, and then the, just the last point, you know, a lot of people get super upset or super worried when there's a court filing. Remember, that court filing is no different than your note cast, uh, note cast you by your ex. You, you know what the truth is. Yeah. You, know, you, you can get worried, but frankly, you know, majority of the time, you know, judges looking at this, like, yeah, whatever. 
Yep. You know? Yeah, they, exactly. They, a lot of times I think they see it for what it is. It doesn't always work out that way. I mean, let's face it. If we overreact to something like that, then yeah, it might give a little bit of credibility. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. You know, it's all about staying chill. So, Absolutely. Excellent advice, man. Again, one of these days. All right. All man. Thanks for calling. Anyways, hold on. Let me actually, I'm going to try to hit the, hit the button to see if it actually does. It didn't do it. Gosh, darn it. Oh no, it did do it. Okay, cool. So I hit, hit my, my drop button. And instead of stopping the, uh, the, uh, countdown timer, it restarted it. So, you know, the caller made a comment at the end that I, I want to just re re hit. And that is, how do you present yourself in court? And I think this is, this is a key point, right? Whenever your ex is making allegations that you're unhinged, if you start presenting yourself as that, or if your behavior or actions can be construed to demonstrate that, that's where we get ourselves in trouble. That is where we basically you know, they'll, they'll start looking at things going, Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, this is uh this is one of those things where maybe there's some truth to this. And then when that happens, then you have a problem because then they're like, well, let's err on the side of, co-. I mean, like, think about it. What I was just mentioning, they were accusing me of being homicidal and suicidal. And it was like, Oh my gosh, she now granted, keep in mind that the wording was pretty stupid. It was like, you know, well, we're worried that uh, that he, Mr. Dwayne, is going to uh, take himself out and take the kids out. So, he, so we think he should only have every other weekend unsupervised. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're if if you're lucky, like in the situ- situation I was, where they undermine their own arguments at every step of the way, use that to your advantage. You know, don't uh, don't. Don't squander that opportunity to just let that sit there and permeate. I'm saying that correctly. And let them, let the courts go, what? That doesn't even make sense. You know, now for you guys who now, you know, had my ex had different perspective and ran off and got a restraining order and immediately requested supervised visitation and all that stuff, which I know some people deal with. It would have been a harder, harder scenario, scenario, easy for me to say. And I would have had to, to deal with that. And I would have, I mean, and that's the thing is, is whenever you do get those roadblocks, you got to just take a deep breath and you know, okay, you want me to jump through a, okay, all right, let's see, what's the deal. I have to jump through the flaming, flaming hoop, do a cartwheel, sing a song, and then take five steps back. Okay. And just do it. And I know that's hard. I can. I mean, it's easy for me now. I'm 10 years out of this. It's easy for me to say is what I mean. And I mean, every time, I'll tell you, every time my attorney said, you know, okay, well, now you need to do this. And I would get irritated. I'm like, why am I the one who's, I mean, I'm, you know, going to work. I'm having to give all my money to her. I'm answering you guys, meaning the attorneys every, you know, every five minutes. And I'm the only one who who's sitting here jumping through flaming hoops. And remember, guys, that is also that is also by design. What I mean is, is they are trying to stress you the the hell out so that you start making significant mistakes and help 
validate the story or the scenario that you are uh, that they're trying to trying to say. Let's see. Uh, I'll use this as a segue. Debbie's saying that some people are having an issue joining the Discord. Okay, so it's actually really simple. The link that was put in the chat, and let me let me. Uh, I'm trying to think of how I can do this without it creating a whole problem. So let me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this. So you know, this is the main channel, right? Oh, cool. It did not autoplay. Uh, there's two ways you can get to the invite. You can use the invite link that was posted in the chat. You can use this little, that that's the discord icon on my banner page of my YouTube channel. That will, if you have a discord account, well, then you probably already know this. So if you don't have a discord account, it's going to prompt you to create it. And you don't have to load software on your, there is standalone software and it has some extra features, but if you don't want to mess with that, you can just use your web browser and it will work. The other way, if, uh, let me, I'm going to uh, hit this. There's, if you go to the um, show, not show notes, it'll be in the show notes and it will also be in the video thing because I'm also going to convert this to a podcast. If you scroll down to the bottom, which I don't know why I put it at the bottom, it says DSD Discord. That right there is the same invite link that was posted in the chat. I'm pretty sure it's the same one, but that will that is an invite link. Um, if I click it, what's going to happen is it's going to come up here. Now, if you've already if you've already done this, do not accept the invite again because all you will do is create multiple and multiple uh, logins for that, and you don't want to do that. Just do it once, and then when you do it, you'll actually you'll actually get into to Discord. So um, hopefully that was helpful. Now I got to undo what I did so it doesn't screw everything up. Oh, the other thing I was going to say is you can also go to the the DadsFrivingDivorce.com webpage, and down at the bottom there is a Discord connection join. Uh, Join link there, so you can also you can also access it from there. Now there was a question. Actually, let me double check what. Okay, so I did that. Hopefully, that answered the Discord thing. And we have a good group of people over there. That first caller actually happens to be one of uh, one of the regulars, or whenever he's not working, or whenever he's uh, awake because he he works uh, a weird schedule. We also do have a section for the UK and stuff. So there's folks from all over the world in there. I am going to grab this question. Ellen had a question. It says, how do you handle flying monkeys who seems to be softening? They have kids the same age as mine and invited us over for a birthday party. She acted polite and friendly, but I still worry. Okay. Um, oh, darn it. That is on top of that. So I got to, obviously I have to figure out how to fix that. All right, so the 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 short answer to that, and I'll just do it this way. I'll pull it up. Uh, the short answer to that is when you have somebody who is a mutual or as a has been a flying monkey in the past, well, you can do a couple of different things. Uh, what I would say right off the bat is be very cautious around them. If you feel that it's important for you guys, for your kid, for the kids to connect and play and have a play date or whatever, and I had I had to do this in the past. 
then that's fine. But just don't get caught up in those discussions and just have your guard up and fully expect that anything and everything you say to that person is absolutely going to be shared with the other side. And just treat it that way. That's the, that would be the going in position. If after time and you're still concerned about it, I would say talk to, have a conversation with them and, and just say, hey, you know, um, in the past it appeared as though you were on Team X and, you know, is there, I mean, you, you can kind of word it like, hey, you know, is everything going to be all right? You know, I want our kids to be able to, to, to interact, but I don't really want to be involved in any drama. I know that you were advocating for the X before. Uh, are we okay? And if they're like, oh, yeah, sure, everything's fine. Or if they come up and give you a, a thing, you know, I mean, sometimes we will have people who previously were on Team X who will come up to you and say, oh, my God, I'm sorry. And I'll the caveat with this is even if they do that, be very cautious, right? Don't be like, oh, my God, okay, they get it. So, blah, you know, just completely start having diarrhea of the mouth and just tell them everything that's going on and everything that you're doing. Don't do that. It's not worth the risk. And typically your, your best answer, tip, I'm trying to figure out what's going on in the chat. Typically your best answer uh, is, or your best course of action is to let them expose themselves. And actually that was kind of the, the, that is kind of the, no, that's not kind of, that is absolutely the absolutely the approach I started taking. Initially, I was trying to help that person see the light. And I realized that the more I did that, <clears throat> the more I did that, the more resistance there was to that. And as a result, it took longer or they stayed in the middle or they tried to, yeah, but you know, you know, this and that and the other. And it's a it's a waste of it's a waste of time, and a tremendous I wouldn't say waste of frustration, but a use uh, it's incredibly frustrating. So, uh, and the last the, the last interaction of this, it and I didn't I completely didn't get involved. I'm like, you know what? I, the only thing I said is we have a it's a high conflict divorce, and not you know basically I just I just stood back. I didn't say anything. And after a while, the ex basically showed her true colors and it, uh, it turned the tide. And that person actually became a pretty good friend of mine. Uh, Gray Hayes Radio says, don't trust them. That is exactly what I would recommend. Do not trust them. Be very, very careful because it's going to uh, be a problem. What was your question? So I see some, something going on and I'm not entirely sure. So I'll double check. It appears moderator Debbie has not grabbed a question. Oh, speaking of that, running back into this. If you have a question for me, make sure you, in the chat, here, let me do this. If you, because I haven't done this in a while. Let me do this. I go like this. So if you're in the chat and you want to say something to me, just go at DSD. If you're on, uh, if you're on a mobile, don't, don't worry about doing that. If you're on desktop, It'll basically tag tag me. Say question or Q. Even question works. You know what is the sum of one plus one? Question, right? 
because it highlights it on my side. I get to see it. It's completely obvious that you're trying to get hold of me and you're asking a question. Now, also, you can see, see like here where John is saying at Massachusetts Corruption Exposed, it actually tags people too. So like where you see that my name, my, my thing is highlighted orange, it will highlight it for you if they were tagging, tagging you. So it actually, it, it's a, it, it definitely helps. I mean, we don't have a lot of people going talk, talk uh, chatting today, so it's not that hard, but it does help me whenever I know that it's like, oh, okay, this is actually for me. And there's a question. And a link was attempted to put in. Oh yeah. Oh, good point. Hey guys, just so you know, actually it's funny. I don't know if Caleb's still on, but he was talking about this yesterday. Here's the thing. If you put a link in a comment, like a comment to a video, or you put a link in the, uh, the, what do you call it? The chat, YouTube flags it and says, nope. Uh, because there's a big problem with people saying, you know, Hey, subscribe to my channel or Hey, you know, go, go to, go to this link and, and send money and you will get something for you and stuff like that. So, so know that if you try to put links in, in the comments or chat, it will not go through. Uh, the only, I think I can do it. I think Debbie can do it. Um, our mod meeting, a moderator can actually add links. Uh, so yeah, be careful with links. I think sometimes I might be able to, to post them, but anyways, let me go back over. Whoops. Now I got to move this back over here. Get my windows all reconfigured and set back up. If we're only going to go now, just we're only going tour to, to, we are only going to run the show until seven because I have to go to work. But if you want to call into the show, you can do that by dialing 424-373-5483 or 1424-DSD-LIVE. The number is also scrolling down at the bottom of the screen. And uh, even the SMS thing. So if you want to get notified via SMS whenever I go live, you can do that. So. Oh, you guys are. I was going to I was going to highlight their conversation. <laughs> I got to remember my, 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 uh, the choreography of whenever I need to mute before I cough. Oh, Debbie made a great point that, uh, you know, however, those in the discord can share information. So it's worth the join if, uh, for those who want to, to chat. Oh, that's a great, another point. I'm glad, I'm glad Debbie mentioned that. So the other nice thing about, uh, the, the other nice thing about the discord is it's not tight. It's what is that? My 13 year old voice changing voice. The good thing about the discord is that it is not tied to Facebook or any of your personal information, which means you can go over there and you can interact with people and you can share links. You can have voice conversations. Hell, you can even have video conversations. I would absolutely recommend that you do not give out your personal phone numbers or anything like that, unless until you've developed a, 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 you know, a feeling that the person you're dealing with is genuine, then that's fine. But otherwise, you know, but that's, that's what I think is nice about that. As opposed to Facebook gunslinger outdoor says only you and a moderator can run links. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I thought. So thank you so much for that. 
Yeah, it's weird because sometimes people think that it's being blocked, you know, that we're doing something or the, the content creator is. And, and there's systems that YouTube's put into place to try to prevent that. And, and they are actually really working on the fraud. Fraud? Is that the right word? Spam. I guess spam, fraud, I guess it kind of ties in together. And uh, uh, that might make things worse. We're not, uh, YouTubers are a little worried or concerned about, is this really going to fix the problem? Or is it going to make it even worse where people feel like, you know, every time I post anything, it gets blocked. Dana asks, says a DST question. Thank you so much for that. Says, how do you handle communications between a child slash narc on your time? Cell was bought for the kids and calls call schedules have been ignored. Other parent is causing mayhem with drama and conflict. Dana, I'll tell you, oh my God, I dealt with this. Uh, uh, I guess in my scenario, I was the one that actually procured devices for the kids. So maybe it's a little different, but this is what I'll say. Uh, I did that. Initially, kids would not answer me ever. And I didn't really, I mean, it wasn't like I was constantly trying to text them. And then conversely, it's like they would bebop in the door and would be, you know, I pretend this is phone, you know, bleep, 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 bleep. I'm like, oh my God. You know, it's like, I don't, and then at the time, that was even the early part of it whenever I only had the uh, 30, 30, you know, the, 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 I wasn't at 50, 50. And it's like, I have a, I have a limited amount of time with you guys and it'd be nice. Can we like, you know, can we have a connection? Here's the thing. Everything that your ex is attempting to do is to drive conflict and drama. We have to be incredibly careful that we do not fall into that trap and respond to all, uh, you know, all of their attempted provocations to create chaos. What I did do to try to mitigate that during school is turn off. Uh, fortunately, because I created the account, I was able to, uh, Verizon had family, family sharing, not family sharing, family something plan. Basically, what I could do is I could say, okay, these phones from 10, you know, nine o'clock at night until six in the morning, no texty, no internet, no phone calls. Uh, and uh, I was able to shut the network off in the house. And I was able to, to make a, an excuse saying, hey, you guys aren't sleeping. You're not getting, you know, hard to get up. You need to, you know, no, you can't be on your phones all night. <clears throat> uh, during the summer, it was a little harder. But the, the reality is, is I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend too much time trying to fight that because it's a losing battle. You know, why do you not? Because what will happen is, is, why do you not want me to talk to, uh, you know, m- mommy or daddy? And it's just, it's a wedge issue and it'll, it'll, it will be a way for you to help in your own parental alienation. So just be careful on that. Let's see here. April says, question, any advice when people think, when people think you are infuriated, infatuated, infatuated with your ex, but you are being hypervigilant in co-parenting. Okay, first thing I would say is minimize what you say to other people. I'm going to assume, and maybe you can add some more into this, I would assume that you are telling people everything that's going on 
and they are thinking, wow, you're infatuated. Ah, you know, it's funny you say that because I had one of my, my, well, not one, my kid's therapist say something like that to me at one point. Oh, you're still infatuated. You know, you're still not over your ex. And it was like, it was really infuriating. Probably the same way you felt, April, because it's like you're beating your head against the wall and for someone to say that to you feels really disrespectful. So first thing, minimize what you're telling everybody. You know, in other words, stop complaining about what, what your ex is doing. Because here's the reality. The likelihood that this person is going to go, you know, April is absolutely correct. I'm going to march right over there and give him a piece, or in your, I'm assuming in your situation, you know, your ex-husband, a piece of my mind and tell him, and that is going to be the, the uh, what do you call it? The, 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 the little piece of information that finally changes everything. It ain't going to happen. The other thing is, is just make sure, when you say hypervigilant about co-parenting, um, again, pick your battles. Uh, initially, we all are going to be like, hey, knucklehead, you are supposed to share information. You're not sharing information. You're not, you took the kids to the, to the doctor. You didn't tell me about the appointment. You didn't, you know, and, and you're like, you know, you five, page five, paragraph three of the, of the, of the, the custody, not evaluation, but of the, uh, the, the court order, you know, you're not following, you know, you can try that for a little while, but then just you're, you're beating your head against the wall. So April, what I would ask you is when you say hypervigilant and co-parenting, you know, what does that look like? And what, and what is it doing for you? And my guess is because I went through a phase of this myself is it wasn't doing anything for me. It was basically driving me crazy and not helping. And I had to back, I had to back off because it was a, wasn't accomplishing anything and it was actually hurting me. So, and I would, that's what I would say with all you guys. A lot of times you have to look at, take a step back and ask yourself the question, look at the scenario and say, how is this affecting me? How is this affecting the kids? And what am I accomplishing? Now, the first two, how is it affecting me? You could say, well, they're not communicating and they're supposed to. This is, this is a trap I got into. The second thing is how it affecting the kids. Well, the kids, I mean, I'm not involved and they're not telling me what's going on. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if there's a treatment plan. I don't know what's, you know, the medical stuff. I mean, this is a problem. And then lastly, it was just, but it was, it wasn't a doing anything. I mean, every time I try to get the ex to co-parent, it was an exercise in frustration. She would use the kids to transfer information. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, honestly, after a while, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm not really talking. I mean, I would try to tell the kids when they were like, mommy says, I'm like, stop. You're not supposed to be the go between. If your mom needs to say something, she needs to just, she needs to communicate with me. And I did that for a little bit. And I would but it, after a while, it just gets to the point that it's just an exercise in frustration. And they're trying to create drama. They're trying to get you. I mean, I know what she was doing now. I know what she was doing. She was trying to get me to, to engage with her and talk to her. To, and, and I just, you just get to the point that it's just not worth it. It is not worth it. Okay. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, DeFi Dad says, DSC, I'd really like to call in at some point. My concern is that there's an ongoing legal situation, but I don't have others to talk to with this stuff with. Okay, here's everyone. 
If you are in the midst of litigation, make sure you keep your information private and probably coming on a show and asking questions. Not a good idea. That's why I do phone and not video. So, and I try not to, uh, I, even if the, the caller ID system or something says who you are, I try not to use your name or anything like that because I don't want it to really be identifiable. I mean, obviously your voice is out there, but so be really cautious of that. And the other thing I want to say, I pulled it back up on the screen, is this is where the Discord is really important because you can communicate with people. Uh, I mean, unless your ex knows what your Discord handle is and, and has access to it, it, there is some privacy to it. Now, the reality is, uh, I mean, I try to vet people uh, to, before I give them access. So if you go to the Discord, one of the first things it's going to say and what other people will tell you is you have to direct message me, uh, DSD Dwayne, over on the Discord and let you know basically say, hey, uh, I found this. I want to be a part of it. And then I'll let you in. And anybody who does not do that, I will not let in. And I mean, it's not even that high of a burden. I mean, the reality is, is I really don't know who someone is. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously, if they say, I think my ex is on here and I want to, you know, I'm not going to let them in. But, but uh, you know, so, but it gives you some level of uh, privacy, I guess, and, and a community of people that you can talk to. And what I will say about my Discord community, great people. We don't have a lot of drama over there. Every once in a while, we get somebody that's a little off, but uh, nothing like the Facebook groups. You, you will have a different, it'll be a different experience. So I would encourage you to check that out. Anyways, let me see what else is going on. All right, I'm trying to just see. John says, I had that happen. My ex took the kids to see her family in Europe. My daughter went to the hospital and was sick, yet I didn't find out till she came back. I didn't get upset at all. Well, yeah, because it's like, you, you, it's pick your battles. You know, I mean, it, it's one of those things where, well, let me back up. Let me just, I mean, so full disclosure, full honesty. I don't want you guys to think like, oh my God, you know, he's a Jedi, meaning me. Uh, I had problems with this. This stuff frustrated the crap out of me. I absolutely did get upset on these things. I mean, I, I remember, <laughs> I remember getting a text from from the ex one day. I think I, I was it was a, a school function, and I was like, "Hey, there's a school function," you know, uh, you know, or, or something. It was. I, I'm trying to remember what, what happened, but I got a text saying, "Oh, well, we're not there." I'm like, "Well, where where are you?" Oh, we were at a therapy appointment. I'm like. Oh, thanks for letting me know. Oh, and they want to put him on medication. Our son, I want to put him on medication. I'm like, what? You know, and it's like, what hadn't, wasn't telling me Jack diddly squat. And what I ended up having to do on that, God, it was stressful. As I started calling, I called the therapist's office. I'm like, look, she's not telling me about this stuff. Can you, when you guys schedule an appointment, can you tell me too? No, we won't do that. So what I would do is I would just call, um, you know, the days I thought it might be. And say, hey, uh, little Timmy has an appointment. What time is it? Or when is that again? And then they would tell me, right? And that's how I would find out. Then I started showing up. That wasn't fun, you know, and the look on everybody's face when I walked into the waiting room, you know, like, ooh. But oh well. Oh well. Oh well. Oh, that's a good point. 
The Limitless Babe says DST also encourages people to become channel members because it's e- an even safer community. And what Limitless Babe is talking, I haven't seen you around in a while. Thanks for jumping in. Uh, some people, well, I'm not, you should check her, her stuff out. She used to be a longtime viewer of the channel. So, hey, thanks for, for jumping in. Uh, but what she's talking about is if you become a channel member, there's a special section of the Discord that's private for that, and it's automatic. I don't have to do anything. So technically, if you join my Discord, and I'm sorry, if you join, if you join the YouTube, uh, the, you know DSD, and then you go to Discord and create an account, and you have Discord connected with YouTube, it will automatically authenticate you and give you access to the member area. And then there's a subset of people who are involved in that. So thanks for mentioning that. I forgot to forgot to to mention that. Let's see. Gray Hayes Radio says it's amazing that people who at one point wanted nothing to do with you are the same people who spend the rest of their lives trying to ruin you. Wanted nothing to do with you. You know what I would say? It's what's even worse is it's a, I would say it's amazing that people who at one point you would have died for and you th- who th- you thought loved you will now ruin you that there's not even a piece that they'll be like oh okay well you know we had a we had a thing and we created kids together and we should you know we should be able to just have some mutual respect god that was hard that honestly that i think was one of the one of the more difficult mind F's that, uh, that I experienced throughout this was looking at it going, Oh my God, I was with this person for two decades, decades. I would have absolutely taken a bullet for this person. And you come to the realization that, Oh my God, if they needed some, you know, if they needed some lubricant to, to, you know, open a door or something, it's like, Oh, well your blood will work, you know, stab you in the throat and you know, Oh, there we go. You know, it's just, it, it was, it was weird. It's hard. It's really hard. Really hard. So, Shell the Crab says, DSC only just tuning in. Great to see you uh, see the show back on. Yes, for anyone who's just jumping in, I do intend to try it this whole week. I'm going to do this next week, uh, and then we'll have to see how it goes from there. Um, I will be, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, when that alarm went off this morning, uh, I'm like, oh, my God, do I really want to do this? <clears throat> but I did, and I appreciate the 20 people who are still here hanging out with us. God, you guys remember way back when, whenever we were getting up close to 100 people back back, back in the day? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, Gray, Gray says, yep, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's a rough one. It is a rough one. This is interesting. My, my, I, mean, I got two chat kind of winds open and it's, it's, uh, they're like not synced up. I'm not sure. Okay. Cameron, not entirely sure. What, what, let me read this. Have you ever dealt with speaking issues after a repeated exposure to unnecessary manipulative com- conflict? I personally struggle to talk comfortably after getting used to walking on eggshells. Oh my God, man. That is so, Cameron, that is so common. You know, one thing I know, and this, it's actually funny you mentioned this because this is like early on in my relationship. For anybody who's new here and doesn't know, uh, 
Debbie is my girlfriend. She's also a moderator. Debbie D, trying to remember what, what her handle was on this. That was one of those things that early on, I remember we were having a conversation and, and I said, oh, I, I think it was something to like, hey, try the, I, I want you to try something, but you're probably not going to like it. And, and I kept like, I would always, every time I put something out there, it would, I would always like preemptively say, try, try to make it okay if it wasn't good. And I remember at one point she was like, and I think this is kind of what you're talking about, Cameron. If I'm wrong, let me know. And she was like, why do you keep doing that? You know, it's like every time you say something, you're always like, you know, why do you think I'm just not going to like it? And it, and it took me a minute to realize that I was so used to being put down. I was so used to things being taken out of context. I was so used to, as Cameron says, uh, to, to be walking on eggshells that I was constantly second guessing everything I was saying. And I, I would get in this mode where I would talk really fast and I would, um, it just, it was not a good spot to be in. And what I would say, if I'm correct on that, Cameron, is once you start healing from this stuff, and I mean, I was fortunate enough to have someone point that out to me at the time so I could go, hey, wait a minute, that's, that's interesting, and, and uh, look at it and start making some changes, and I've noticed a vast improvement in my communications and stuff on that, so... DeFi Dad says, DSC, I hear that one. In my case, I am disabled, and that gets used against myself, and the financial situation is very difficult. You know, the sad part is, is these, well, let's see, we're almost done. So I'll say these fucking monsters will use anything and everything against us, or against you, to achieve their goal. And what happens with that? Like, for instance, like typically like with military people, if you have PTSD, you can rest assured that they are absolutely going to say, oh, my God, they have PTSD. They can't have access to the kids and stupid stuff like that. And it's really, you know, it's frustrating. And the sad part is, is if you're if you're in that scenario to where you are uh, dealing with that issue, then you already have issues. And now you have to work even harder to, hold on a second. You have to work even harder to get, um, to regulate yourself to where you, you don't end up making mistakes and it being used against you. So you, it's, it's, I'm sorry you're going through that DeFi dad, you know, but, but the reality is they're going to use anything against you, right? They're going to use, I mean, oh my God, my ex threw everything under the kitchen sink at me. Uh, I know I told you guys the story. I'm sure you know older older viewers of the channel will will re remember this story. And that's uh, one day we were having a, a meeting with the therapist or the psychologist or psychiatrist or whatever the hell he was, and the ex is like, "Can we talk privately?" You know, kicked the kid out, and uh, I can't remember what it was. It was she made some comment. She's like, "You know, um, you know, whenever." Whenever Dwayne was 16, you know, he's, you know, he had this experience. <clears throat> and I'm like, I just looked at her. And I'm like, you're talking about something that happened 
you know, over 20 years ago, two years before we met, how in the hell is that even relevant? And, but that's the thing. They will take anything and everything they can to try to, to, to utilize or to justify their case against you. All right, let's see here. Um, da, da, da. Bianca says, or says, that's so true. I feel like your quote unquote normal becomes dysfunctional and you don't even realize it until you talk to someone normal and they let you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Debbie says, Dwayne, uh, uh, I had said that I uh, want to try a drink. I don't remember which, what drink it was. He goes, then right when it was about to go into my mouth, he said, you're probably not going to, you're probably going to hate it. And, uh, and then she goes on to say, who, you know, said, who did this to you? Why do you assume I'm going to hate something that you give me? And then the conversation continued. Yeah. And it was, it was weird. Cause my ex was just brutal on stuff like that, you know, and then pretend like, well, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Shell of a crab says it's one thing to one thing me talking taking the brunt, but when you see the toxic damage being inflicted on the kids, it really stings. All compounded with the well polished performance of being parent of the year. Oh my god, man! Yeah, I used to frustrate the crap out of me. Hey, here's the reality. Unfortunately, we cannot protect our kids from all the crap that's going to happen. We can mitigate the damage, and we can attempt to. We can mitigate the damage and attempt to undo some of it, but unfortunately, there's no way to get around it. It's, it's, it's just, unfortunately, that's the reality we have. And I'll tell you, I mean, I know I've done some videos on anger and stuff. One of the things you have to be really careful of is don't let that torpedo you because it will really frustrate the crap out of you. It's not fair. This whole situation isn't fair, uh, but you got to pick your battles and learn how to do things differently. Oh, this is a good point. Uh, Bianca says, uh, you learn to just do your thing because you know they will find something. I, I was talking to the other day when I had the caller on there. I mean, I think I made that, that exact comment is you, you have to make the best decision for you because no matter what you do, they're going to use it against you. You do exactly what they want. Somehow it'll be spun against you. You do exactly the opposite. They'll spend that. It's like no matter what you do, it's an, it's a no win scenario. So just do the best that you can for you and your kids and, you know, deal with it. And then that's just what you're going to have to do. Oh, geez. McLevy says, when a news report about animal uh, hurt, oh, got to be careful what I say, would come on TV, I would cuss at the TV and make comments about, the, about that low, those low lives. Uh, the ex tried to claim that I was delusional for screaming at the TV. Yeah, I mean, it's like they'll take anything and everything out of context. So, so the reality is, is we have to be on our game and ensure that we do not make Make those mistakes. Ooh, we are coming up on the last minute of the show. Man, I want to just say, guys, I appreciate you hanging out with me. I will be here again tomorrow. And on the going out thing, I just want to say thanks so much for tuning in today. I appreciate it. Set your timer for tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. And lastly, I just want to say to all the channel members, thank you so much 
for clicking that join button, showing your support. It really means a lot to me. I appreciate it. And try not to let these people destroy your life and get you beat down. I know that it's a hard, it's a hard thing to go through, but you getting your life back is the best victory 